0: hello and welcome back to the daily study of the way of mastery i'm jason amoroso your guide and friend and today we continue with lesson six love heals all things the final section section six only through feeling do you awaken and this is a nice kind of closing to this lesson and jeshua continues feeling is the message of this lesson for it is only through feeling that you truly awaken concepts and ideas can begin to direct the mind to believe that there is something out there that is attractive that might even be better than what you have been doing before but concepts and ideas do not in themselves open the door they are symbols and that is all a symbol cannot quench your thirst it is only at the level of genuine feeling that you can once again know the presence of god who dwells within you around you And through you, even now. Beautiful. Awesome. Feeling. It is only through feeling that you truly awaken concepts and ideas. Talking about God is beautiful. Thinking about God is beautiful. Intellectually understanding principles and spiritual principles in God is beautiful. But it's only a symbol. That alone will not quench your thirst. Books like A Course in Miracles, The Way of Mastery, that's why they're so impactful, in my opinion, is it gives you the, the concepts and ideas, the theory, if you will, to give you some a new perspective. So often, these teachings and so many other teachings open our mind to different ways of seeing the world, ourselves, thinking. But what I love about A Course in Miracles and The Way of Mastery is how applicable it is there's lessons the course in miracles has the daily lessons that you do every day to apply what you're learning so that you can experience it so that you can know it in your bones so to speak and jeshua is inviting us into this too you can know all about love you could read a book all about relationships and communication and love but until you show up and you open your heart with intention and you apply what you're learning and you feel what you're learning, you're not going to be embodied in it. And that's what Jeshua is talking about. Like some, so many people stay in, the, in their intellect and they pride themselves on their intellect and not their emotions. But in so many ways, that can be a, just another form of control and trying to be safe because it feels unsafe to feel. So people stay stuck in their head and they're thinking and they're controlling and they're strategizing and aren't willing to feel, to open. And Jeshua has been saying this whole lesson, it's about giving yourself the grace and having the courage and the intention just to wholly feel whatever you're experiencing in in each moment. Emotion is energy in motion, it wants to flow through. But what we do is we feel an emotion And then we either fight it, we resist it, it's uncomfortable, it's big, maybe it feels too big for us to feel. And what we also do that we a lot of us don't realize is we make a meaning out of that emotion. So if I'm feeling low, if my mood is low, then I try and figure out, well, why am I low? What's the cause of that? Oh, it's because I'm unworthy. It's because I failed. It's because my mother or father said I would never amount to anything or whatever it is. And that's this is just examples. So we again we try and get into the thinking of it versus like, oh, this is just a low mood. Let me just let it pass. Let me go go to sleep early tonight instead of grinding and thinking and and just wake up the next day fresh, clean slate. So Jesh was saying a symbol An intellectual idea can help wake you up, but it can't quench your thirst. It's the level of genuine feeling that you can once again know the presence of God that is within you, around you, and through you. You know, in our Revelation Breathwork community, every day at 10 a.m., and I've actually opened it up to non-community members, so you don't even need to be a member, you can come, every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for five minutes, we do, in 2022, it was a gratitude meditation. And now I'm calling it a breathing love meditation, where it's like the way of mastery. You're receiving love on the inhale and expressing appreciation and feeling gratitude on the exhale. And yesterday, this beautiful new way of thinking about receiving the breath popped into my thinking or popped into my head as we were doing the, the breathing and the meditation. And it was instead of thinking about when we inhale, we're receiving something outside of us like, oh, there's air out there, there's oxygen out there, or there's love out there. And when I inhale, I'm receiving it into me, which is beautiful. And it feels really good to even think about, oh, I'm going to receive the breath and allow that and feel that in my body. And this new way came forward of kind of like a pump, a water pump from a well. When you push the lever down, it, open, it, it opens up the valve and the water comes up from the well into the pump. And then when you, oh, sorry, that's my bad. When you open it up, when you open the valve up, it pulls up the water, it sucks it up. And then when you push the lever down, it pumps the water out of the spout into your bucket or whatever and so imagine that in your heart there is an unending infinite well of love and when we inhale we're like the pump where we're bringing that love from the depth of our heart into our being into our body if we're using kind of you know metaphor and symbolism inhaling is bringing that love into our whole body into our whole being and then when we exhale it's like pushing down the lever of the pump it gets expressed out of us and that's our gift to the world the expressing the love that's inside of us in whatever way uniquely it wants to be expressed through us we're each a different instrument in the orchestra of the universe so jeshua's saying knowing the presence of god who dwells within you it's not out there so so often our languaging even if we know, oh, God's everywhere, God's everything, we have these subtle words of se- of separation. And we talk about the universe doing something to us when it's all God. And so it's just a nice way of thinking about our breath that brings it more within than something outside of us trying to, even if it's love, bring it inside. We are sourcing it from within us and then expressing it out. So just a different way to think about it. Next time you breathe, think about that. Next time you meditate, do it like that. Come to our morning meditation. We're going to do that. You can do that by looking at the link in the show notes. Come to revelationbreathwork.com and then go to our membership. I'll put the link in the bio and then go to our calendar and then come to our class. Five minutes, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. All right, Jeshua continues. Feel what you have created as a substitute for the truth. Own it, look upon it, and then let it go learn that regardless of what choice you have made in the past once you have embraced it once you have felt it you remain perfectly innocent and imbued with the power to choose again to feel to learn once again to feel the glorious warmth that permeates the kingdom of heaven what have you created as a substitute for the truth or as a substitute for love and if you're like i'm not really sure even how to answer that question what does that mean what have i created for the substitute for truth look at the things in your life where maybe you're feeling a lack less than so if i'm if i'm feeling like oh i'm trying to make my performance at my job validate that i'm a good person or validate that i'm worthy or i'm trying to make my relationship be evidence to god that i'm worthy i'm a good person or i'm trying to get money because i believe that i lack money so now all of a sudden i put money on a pedestal i've made it this whole thing anytime we are trying to get something that we feel we lack whether it's external material physical stuff which is really just a symbol or a metaphor for internal stuff. I'm trying, I lack love, I lack worthiness, I lack acceptance. You know, I'm a sinner, I've done bad things, something's wrong with me, I need to be different than I am. Whatever it is, those are substitutes for the truth. Because the truth is you are the wave in the ocean. The truth is you are God made manifest as you. The truth is you are whole. You couldn't lack even if you tried. And we try very hard. So feel what you have created as a substitute for the truth. Maybe you're in a relationship because you're settling. You're really in a relationship out of fear of being alone. Then you actually truly love, you are in love in a relationship with the other person. Maybe you're in a job you hate because you're just afraid if you followed your heart's desire that you would be penniless and you would be stupid like your parents told you if you followed your bliss and not safe and secure job. So feel, feel that. That you've created as a substitute for the truth, own it. Be like, yeah, I did this out of fear. It's always going to be out of fear. It might be a misunderstanding. Yeah, I bought into my, I bought into my father's belief that there's not a lot of money out there, and you got to be safe and smart and secure. Again, I'm just using this as an example, and be like, oh, I, I bought into his idea, which was probably bought into his, his father's idea, of, of scarcity and lack and safety and security. So I'm going to own it. I'm going to say, oh, yes, I've done this. I did it innocently, but I did it. I followed that. I'm going to feel it and then I'm going to let it go. I'm going to make a different choice, regardless of what choice you've made in the past. The past, come on, the past, it doesn't exist. It's just a memory in your thinking. The future doesn't exist, it's just an idea in your head, only what is the eternal now truly exists. Right here, you listening to this, whatever you're doing, is the only thing that is true in your world. And right now, for me, the only thing that's true that only exists is this, me sitting in my meditation chair in my office with my cell phone and the Wave Mastery talking to you. I love you guys. So once you've embraced the past and whatever you've done with love, oh, I did that, it's okay. Once you feel it fully, if it's regret, feel it fully. If it's shame, feel it fully for a minute. Like let it pass through you because underneath all of that is always love. And Jesher says you remain perfectly innocent and you always have the power to choose again, to choose again to feel the glorious warmth of love. It's your choice. This teaching is a teaching of empowerment. And sometimes you can fool yourself or trick yourself Uh, pretend or imagine that you're someone who is really feeling the warmth of love. Pretend. I wonder what it would feel like for someone who actually believes this stuff and isn't ridden by guilt or fear. What do they feel like when they meditate and feel the warmth of love and then pretend and feel that like you can access these places that way, too, if it's hard for you to access them a different way. Jeshua continues, nothing you do with time can match the importance of what we have shared in this lesson. Nothing you do in the field of time holds a candle to the incredible gift that is waiting for you. Therefore, use time constructively by deciding to love, that love may teach you of itself. Indeed, beloved and holy friends, when you have done this, you will find yourself translated into a form that could never possibly be contained by the space and volume of a physical body. Beautiful. And when Jeshua says something, I pay attention. Nothing you do with time can match the importance of what we're sharing in this lesson. Nothing curing cancer, uh creating tons of jobs and economic abundance for people, um, you know, creating the next Einstein baby, I don't know, whatever it is, like nothing you can do with time, no achievement, no money, no success, no whatever in time can match the importance of what Jeshua is sharing, what we, Jeshua and other guides are sharing because time is temporary, time is an illusion. They are always inviting us into the eternal and our, again, our brains have a hard time understanding and really grasping some of these concepts. But if you go in your heart, you can feel them more. That Oh, yes, everything in time is temporary. So why are we so obsessed and concerned with the temporary? If you're a temp at a job, you're not so unless you're, you know, you're not like, you know, it's temporary, you know, it's going to be over at some point. That's the nature of temporary. It's the nature of time. Gesture saying nothing you can do in the field of time, nothing holds a candle to the incredible gift that's waiting for you. It's eternal love. It's eternal peace. It's eternal power. But we're so focused on survival and this lifetime and what we're doing and how important it needs to be and getting our needs met because our needs aren't met because we're lacking and we're just, we got to get out of ourselves. We got to get out of our own way. And that's what these teachings are it's helping us shift our identity of who we are of why we're here of what this thing is all about and just you're saying use time constructively don't waste time not cuz it's a bad he's not judging you if you waste a thousand lifetimes not just waste a year or a decade of your life a life lifetimes he's not judging you he's just saying why wait though like there's another way you don't have to cuz every every lifetime you're suffering It's kind of the nature of the human experience. (laughs) So why wait? There's another way. And Jeshua's showing us the way. There's lots of different paths that are showing us the way. This is one of them. Use time constructively by deciding to love every day. Make that your primary mission. Wake up. Write it down. Be it. Track it, journal about it, think about it, meditate on it, ask yourself, put tattoo it on your hand, how can I be loved today? What does look, love look like through me today? Sometimes love is no. Sometimes love is yes. Sometimes love is I'm going to rest. Sometimes love is I'm pushing through. Love does not look a certain way. But just deciding to love is what matters. And then love will teach you of itself. The openness, the love, the power, the grace, the miracles. And it doesn't look like what we think it's going to look like because what we think is from our brain, from our limited perspective and experience, love is so much bigger than that. So much bigger. I mean, it's like comparing the cosmos to the seed I'm in. It's like beyond comprehension, love is so much bigger. Let us not try and understand love so much and simply be it, simply express it and allow it. It's what we are. We don't need to figure it out. And Jeshua says, once you, when you've done this, you'll find yourself translated into a form that could never be contained by the space and volume of a physical body. You're so much more than that. You are the universe. When you are holy love, nothing contains you. You don't die. There is no death in love and life because love is life. Life is love. There is no death. Our brains don't get that. That's OK. I'm going to keep saying that over and over and over again so that you hear it over and over and over again. And you begin to accept it over and over and over again. you begin to feel into the truth of it over and over and over again. And if you mourn or grieve the loss of a loved one, that's OK. Let yourself feel the emotion, because under the grief is always love. Under the feeling of loss, when you feel it fully, you get to this place where you feel and you know in your heart, beyond the shadow of a doubt, you know in your bones, there is no such thing as loss, that you can never lose love, the love you share with another. And we are all connected in my in the mind of God as well. So my relationship with my brother is just different now that he's not in a body. I don't I yeah, I miss things like I miss being able to play basketball with him. I miss certain things, but I don't feel like it's a loss. I don't feel like there's like I'm missing out on him because our our relationship is just different. It's more in the mind. It's more in the heart. And when I say mind, I mean like conversations. I listen. I ask questions. He answers. I listen. Now, of course, the the voice in our head kind of always, not always, but for the most part, sounds like our own voice. So we can dismiss it easy. It's just my own voice. But if you open and you're listening, you can hear a voice and you're not making stuff up. And if we were willing to Be childlike and in believing that. Oh my goodness, I'm having a conversation with my brother. There's so much more than the things like the physical, tangible things. We know that, and yet we are so reticent, resistant to embracing it fully. You don't see the radio waves in the air, yet you don't even question that there's you can just turn on your radio and get radio waves. There's so many things you can't see, taste, touch feel that you just accept as true you don't see oxygen but you breathe it in you just accept it as true so when it comes to what we would call the woo oh that's so woo woo or oh what a coincidence or oh that's you know whatever we you know so many people dismiss it because they're afraid of it it's not logical in their head and so they're afraid of it so the more we, if you're listening to this, the more we embrace that as truth, the more we own it and we accept it and we we step into it and allow it through us, the more we demonstrate the truth of it, undeniable miracles happen. And it's the mystery, so we don't have to explain it. And so Jeshua continues, you will look upon this entire dimension as a mere temporary learning device. You will set it aside as a child sets aside a toy that has been outgrown but you will do it with deep appreciation and love for the toy that you have played with for so long you will carry with you a deep sense of gratitude for everything this physical dimension has brought to you beautiful you'll look upon this a human experience this dimension of physical as a learning device oh i was in school You're not in school forever. You graduate at some point. And Jeshua's was saying you graduate when you embody love wholly. When you choose love over and over and over again until it's not really a choice between love and something else. It's just what you've become. It's just what you already are. And you live it and you express it and you be it. Although, in fairness, he does say always being vigilant, always looking for the little voice of the ego because it's going to want to take credit for everything. And then we say, oh, there it is again. And we choose love. So you will look upon this dimension as school, as a temporary learning device. And when you're ready, when you don't need it anymore, you set it aside. And you do it with deep appreciation and love. Wow, that was fun while I, had, while I, while I needed it. I used it. It served me well. I appreciate it. And I'm on to the next thing. You will carry a deep sense of gratitude for everything this physical dimension has brought to you, including and especially the things that we try to avoid now in our daily life, the pains and the sufferings and whatever it is, the hardships, those are the experiences that we grow the most through, that we awaken the most from, because they challenge the very bedrock of our consciousness. They challenge our limiting beliefs. They challenge uh, – they, they help reveal to us where we have blocks to love, where we're holding resentment, where we're not forgiving, where we believe that we're unworthy. All the things, those hardest things, getting hacked and losing a ton of money, challenged me to understand where my source truly resides. It's within me. It's within my love. It's within my skill. It's within my heart. It's within my being, not a number in a, in a bank account. So we will look back, and we can do that now. Look back at the hardest things you've gone through, the loss of a loved one, a divorce, an abusive situation, the most challenging things that you've healed from, and see how they have been the vehicles for your liberation. And if you still can't see that, there's a part of you that still has a wound there, that's still feeling like something happened to you. There's a part of you still that has some misunderstanding that you're holding about yourself or about another person. And that's okay. Keep embracing it with love. Keep feeling it. Keep inviting love in. Ask for the intention of receiving healing around that. Because we all know when we're on the other side of something, when we've really healed it, when we know rightly, we only have gratitude for those people and situations in our life that have been the hardest. We see them as angels. We see them as blessings that we couldn't see at the time but we gotta be willing to feel through it and not just silver line it mentally. That's, this, that's the spiritual bypass, to silver line something mentally when the feeling is, is there deep down. And sometimes we don't know, honestly. Sometimes we don't know the feelings deep down. Sometimes we don't know how much we're repressing until maybe it just comes out of nowhere or we're doing a revelation breathwork and we're breathing and all of a sudden this emotion or this memory comes out of seemingly nowhere to be felt. To be released, and then there's only more freedom on the other side of it. Again, that's why community is so important to be with others on this path who are committed, who are showing up and doing the courageous work of feeling. It takes courage, the willingness in your heart to want love and freedom more than avoiding pain or holding on to old stories that don't serve you. So, Paragraphs one through four of this last section six, and then tomorrow we'll go five, six, seven, and eight. And then we'll be done with lesson six, moving on to lesson seven called Birthing the Mind of Christ. Love you guys. If you got value from this specific episode, if someone in your world popped into your mind, like, ooh, I'm thinking about this person with what something Jason said or Jeshua said, share this with them and say, hey, I was listening to this and I thought of you. That's all you need to say. That's it. And then trust your intuition, be of service, and send it. If you get value from this podcast as a whole, give us a good review. It helps us pop up places. I don't know. That's what I've heard. (laughs) It'll help other – your intention, just like your energetic act of giving a good review is your way of investing in this message being shared and amplifying the energy of it. That's really what it's all about. And then who knows who will hear about it, but it's like the more we invest our heart and our energy and our love into this, it it grows, it expands. And who knows who's gonna hear about it or get curious and try one podcast that maybe might light something inside of them to awaken more love within them. And shoot me an email. I love getting messages from you guys, love it. I've been giving you shout outs. Kat gave me a shout out, the other reached out the other day. I don't know if I already mentioned Kat, I can't remember. <laughs> So, Kat, you might have gotten two shout outs. Um, And I just love hearing from you guys. So we'll see you next time. Have a great day.